Welcome. Well, you know what? I'm depressed. I can't even do three welcomes. The fans did not come through for me last night. Well, I mean, the fans were there. They were very loud. They were very intimidating. It was excellent. But uh, they did not do the newspaper thing. Well, newspapers are very expensive to come by. <laughs> do I have to buy all the newspapers for the student section? Uh, I you, mean, I'm not that rich. You might as you might as well buy uh, as much as you can, and it, then provide them in the the area where they're seating. If we could at least get Dallas Morning News as a sponsor, we could get free newspapers. Yeah, I think Dallas Morning News is in the sponsor business. <laughs> they're in the please give us money business. I subscribe to the Dallas Morning News digitally for one dollar per month. It's that was a long time ago. One third of one newspaper <laughs> for a month of digital press. And probably not the good sections. Well, that's not what we're here to talk about. Uh, we're, we are, of course, the Lake Hooplands podcast. I am Scott. I am Scott's partner, Brendan. Not in life, just in podcasting. I don't know, man. I think, <laughs> uh, I think life is also uh, included in that. We're doing this audio version only. Uh, no video for this one because we are lovingly looking into each other's eyes so we can understand this fantastic, that's one for the jar, uh, by win, a third of a newspaper. <laughs> a fantastic win for Lake Highlands last night against Arlington Bowie at Louisville High School. Uh, first, we got to get to our presenting sponsor, Tritex Cabinets. It's www.tritexcabinets.com. I don't think I saw Trey Chapman at the game though last night. Uh, I certainly didn't. I don't know. Maybe he's feeling under the weather. Maybe he—he's uh, still feeling under the weather. Yeah, hey, after like three, what was that? Three weeks ago, we decided he was sick. And I think it was longer <laughs> than that. Maybe it was three weeks ago. Get well, Trey. <laughs> still get well. Uh, Tritex cabinets, of course, a great cabinet maker. I saw a Tritex cabinets truck the other day. It was uh, yesterday. It was yesterday, right there on um, Fieldcrest. Yep. On the road, on the way to the high school, Tritex Cabinets doing fantastic. They worked. They did a great job of double parking some poor Suburban. Nice job. (laughs) That's a big truck. They come prepared. Yeah, it's like on a trailer. I love Tritex Cabinets. Um, Thank you very much. We are uh, to be followed on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube uh, for all of our video content. Uh, That's at Lake Hooplins for all of those things. Please go check them out. Follow us. Subscribe to this podcast. Rate, review. Uh, we are obviously taking playoff sponsors here. The more shows we have, uh, the more it costs really to pay us. And so we're going to need some money soon. I'd like to have <laughs> some of that. Give me some. Uh, you can reach me at scott at linesight2020.com. You can reach Brendan at brendan at linesight2020.com for those playoff sponsorships. Hopefully, we've got seven more shows in us. But on to the by-district competition last night. We, of course, played uh, Arlington Bowie, which was 5-5 five and five in their district, 10-16 overall. So it was not going to be much of a matchup, I guess. Well, the line was 35-and-a-half. Covered. Covered. We don't make lines on high school games. It's just a joke, everyone. <laughs> but uh, Although, if I there's d- a presenting sponsor... Uh, we we might change that. I did, yeah, that's very true. I did hear from a few people in the community. I'm not going to travel out there. No, it's going to be a blowout. It kind of was a blowout. Uh, Lake Highlands led 17 to two after the first quarter. I'm not sure I've seen a playoff high school varsity game 
team have two points in a quarter. Now, if you've got the brain of Samson, all tan, <laughs> as he is referred to in the Louisville gym, all tan. Yeah, he is all tan. He is very tan. Um, the statistic here would indicate that, that they would score eight points total, those Arlington Bowie guys. <laughs> if you extrapolated. And uh, at the end of the first quarter, I did mention to those around me, they had to work extremely hard just to get those two points. They did miss a couple of free throws in there. Um, They were not a good free throw shooting team at all. I'll say this. I don't know the stats on the game because I don't have the box score, but I don't like Khalil missed a free throw at the end of the game. Mm -hmm. I think that's the only free throw they missed. I was kind of looking. I'm like, man, I have not seen them miss a free throw yet. That is a disciplined basketball team. Yeah, I don't recall. Yeah, I don't recall uh, a missed missed free throw either. Yeah, very, very good on the free throw line. Uh, Our man, 1,000-point scorer Quentin Perkins, led the Wildcats. Uh, He had 26 points, opened the game with a three, had a pretty sweet little breakaway dunk. Yeah, he did. Which made me tag at SMU Basketball because Rob Lanier needs to come see Quentin Perkins play. Now, who is Rob Lanier? Isn't he the coach of SMU? I really hope so because that's what I put. Man, you know, I don't know where you're you, getting your information. Uh, that could be true. I just thought you were making a reference to Bob Lanier, who was the coach at the University of Texas long time, decades ago. No, that is true. All right. I believe you. I just didn't know. How do know. you not know this? You watch more college basketball than any human being. Yeah, but I got uh, SMU Mustang blackout on my TV, <laughs> so I can't see any SMU games. Our friend Kyle Patterson's not going to be happy with you defaming his school like this on our world-renowned podcast. He's not listening. Uh, oh, it is Rob Lanier. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Rob Lanier used to coach at Texas. He did? Yeah. He was the assistant coach? Yes. No, he was the head coach. He just missed it. <laughs> Um, I slept through that whole uh, section. Now, one of the things I'd like to highlight about Quinton's game was the blocked shot <laughs> on the three-pointer uh, that the young man from Bowie took as he took his time and uh, just as as Quinton's coming at what was largely the Lake Highlands crowd uh, behind his own team bench, it looked like a spider absolutely um, – <laughs> just jumping all over that poor young man and just blocked the hell out of it. Yeah, so the guy's standing on the wing right in front of Lake Highland's bench, and all I could think is, he's not actually going to shoot this, is he? Because you could just see Quentin full sprint from about the elbow. Yeah, it was from the elbow. Yeah. And and we're just like, oh, no. I thought he was going to put one like through Ethan Davis's forehead. Yeah, yeah. Ethan should have been on the lookout. Who, by the way, let's don't. I don't want to forget this. Ethan dropped in a nice little layup. Little dudes at the end. At the at the end, right at the buzzer, it counted. It was awesome. Uh, My son Spencer said it was his favorite part of the night. (laughs) The Ethan Davis two at the end. Uh, Trey, of course, had twelve. You know, he was largely locked up. He had a couple of really big threes, and, and and he played his game. You know, I think it's one of those things where teams are out to stop him. They they employed the double tray every time he gets yep. the ball philosophy mm-hmm. as well. They ran, Up high. They ran a little high 1-2-2 two, two zone. Um, but, you know, Trey's Trey. And he plays defense and he rebounds and he passes and he just has a, you know, he had a, a fine game. Yeah, he had a great night rebounding for sure. Yeah. Um, as as did uh, Lake Highlands in general. I, that rebounding ratio might have been three to one. 
it was it was pretty significant. Yeah, after Samson talked about winning basketball being about rebounding, he had quite a few rebounds. And so after their respective visits to the basement of chaos. They're being Warren and Samson. Correct. Samson, Alatan, and Warren Hamilton, of course, on episode nine last... Oh, that was two days ago. Warren well, not all tan. <laughs> he is not all tan, no. Uh, Samson had, I think, 12 dunks. Uh, I think he missed a couple of dunks. Last night? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he, had a, he, had a, he definitely had a big missed dunk. Um did he have two? It seemed like it was one. Well, one was, kind of, I'll call it a missed dunk. The other one, he he attempted some sort of reach back rebound dunk yeah. and just kind of didn't grab the ball. Well, it it hit, would have been it impossible. Hit it <laughs> hit the back. It would have been an incredible play. Uh, but he had a, a bunch of dunks. Warren had six points, uh, a couple of easy layups, got a rebound right in front of Sampson, actually. Yeah, Warren had... Uh, I think he doubled his rebound output for the entire season in this in this one particular playoff game. Nobody was boxing him out. No, uh, he was sneaking in there. Played a really really nice game. Um, Jalen seemed to be pushing a little bit. Um, you know, he's still just a fantastic ball handler. We were, and we'll talk about this later. We were sitting next to the Plano East coach, and Jalen dribbles at full speed and somehow puts the ball between his legs and yeah. keeps going full speed. I don't even understand how that works. I, I really don't. I don't get it either. He's got like the grace of a downhill slalom skier with the basketball in his hands. It's amazing. He twirls it behind his back perfectly to his other hand, which is a skill that I don't have. Uh, Most people don't. It's all right. <laughs> don't press. Uh, but he was, he was you know, really great running the point, and, and he was trying to get some, and he got to the paint and got some layups. and He did. So, he had some great shots at the elbow. He mm-hmm. took some great shots uh, behind the three-point line. He was patient. Um, he distributed the ball well. I mean, sometimes your shots don't go in. I say that uh, in one breath. In the next breath, this team put up 81 points. That's a lot of points in high school basketball. It's a lot of points. Uh, so there was plenty of scoring output, but I do feel like they probably could have pushed the century mark had they had some shots drop that yeah. that sort of caromed uh, off the back of the rim. And let's let's uh, hit also on the fact that this gym is a gym they don't play in, and it's built a little bit differently than most of the gyms they do play in, meaning that – the stands are in the end zones as arena well. style. Arena style, right? Dug uh, out by the farmers of Louisville. <laughs> <laughs> they're fight. They're fighting farmers. That's right. What, what the hell are they fighting for? That's a great question. Oh man, I'm gonna have to take that up next time I'm up that way. It sounds City like Council. a classic rock song. Yes. The hell are these farmers fighting for? Uh, they fight down in uh, College Station. Also, want to give a big whoop shout out to the Aggies for uh, covering against uh, the Vols <laughs> last night. But again, back to the stadium uh, uh, layout. It's it's probably f- fifteen rows high on each side. Uh, the Lake Highlands students, for the most part, filled uh, at least seventy percent. I would behind say the basket, yeah. behind the basket. The other side was you know just some some parents here and there. Uh, what would be considered probably the Arlington Bowie side, but that just the way that that gym looks to a shooter's eyes, I thought our our Wildcats did a lot better job shooting from you know the baseline areas versus straight away due to that sight line. It's got to be that. Yeah, Matt Wester actually mentioned that he doesn't like the Los Fieldhouse because they have weird 
it's an yep. arena style, and they have weird bars that go across the walkways right. that kind of mess with the rim and, and all that jazz when guys are shooting. Matt Wester, of course, the head coach of the Plano East opponent. We will get to him soon enough. Uh, but that covers the Arlington Bowie game. Nice by district championship for the Lake Highlands Wildcats. They get a gold ball, and we on, we will uh, move on to area. From the district, from our district, last night, um, HP beats South Grand Prairie 74 to 50. That's quite impressive. Plano beat Denton Geyer 53 48. Also impressive. Highland Park will play Plano um, in the area round. We may, we may have a doubleheader at SMU on our hands. When? When are we going to do this? Friday? Friday night. The coaches uh, are discussing. A Highland Park Plano, Lake Highlands Plano East doubleheader at SMU. That sounds awesome. Is Rob Lanier going to be there? I hope so because that'll be the best basketball he's seen in that gym this, <laughs> <laughs> this season. Uh, no, they did play Houston. So, um, but Richardson beats Arlington Sam Houston um, fifty to forty six, and they will face Hebron. Louisville Hebron uh, on Friday night in Prosper at Rock Hill Gym. Very happy not to be going out that way for our game. No doubt. Uh, Jesuit, our other playoff contender uh, from District 76A, lost to Arlington Martin 68-53. So our friend Chris Hill's season is done. But a really nice season for them getting to the playoffs. Um, Caleb Steger, sophomore guard, looks really good. Uh, Jesuit can be an exciting team. They, going forward. they absolutely can. They're very disciplined, um, and if they can lock down the opponent defensively, they're going to have a chance. Uh, when they played our uh, Wildcats, they, they didn't uh, contain that quite as well, and no. thus the results were um, pretty obvious. So Arlington Martin um, will likely be the third-round matchup, if we can get through Plano East, um, number 19 team in the state according to Max Preps. So just something to think about. And once we get through Friday night, we will preview that one uh, as well. So on to the actual competition on Friday night, where we're hearing it's either the aforementioned doubleheader at SMU or at Naaman Forest. Which would you prefer? <laughs> I would definitely prefer SMU. I think it's just going to be a cooler atmosphere. Yeah, I think so too. Assuming they get to play in Moody Coliseum. <laughs> Where else would they play? I don't know. Maybe outdoors at Ford Field. That would be awkward. What about an aircraft carrier? <laughs> who played the aircraft? Michigan State and Duke? Michigan State and Gonzaga this and Gonzaga. year. Yeah. But did Michigan State and Duke play the very first one? I think that's true. Is that the one where George Bush got up and it said mission accomplished? Was that the aircraft carrier? <laughs> no, that that was not. There was no game being played on that. That, <laughs> that was a little, something else? A little bit too uh, soon. Uh, he did throw out the too first soon. pitch. In the World Series. 20 years ago. Yeah. No, no, more than that. Uh, okay, so we'll play Plano East. Plano East, number four in the state, according to Max Preps. Lake Highlands, number three, with Beaumont United, number two, and Duncanville at number one. Beaumont United in a different region. Uh, Duncanville, obviously, ineligible for the UIL yeah, playoffs. Yeah, Duncanville, can, are they able to be bumped from number one? How's well, that I work? I think Max Preps kind of obviously does it a little bit different, because I've seen a bunch of publications with Lake Highlands as the number one team in the state uh, mm -hmm. in 6A. And that problem that takes into account certainly that Duncanville uh, is ineligible for the UIL playoffs this year. Plano East has four losses against 31 wins this season. They lost to Highland Park. 
They lost to Lake Highlands 66-49 to in the semifinal. That was a six-point game going into the fourth quarter. It was. Uh, which that was another th- kind of just a third ground, uh, third ground, third quarter lull for Lake Highlands. They were up 10 at half, kind of lulled a little bit, and then stepped on the gas in the fourth quarter. And it's happened a lot this season. Plano East, uh, two other losses came to Plano. Um, which is what put them in Lake Highland's second-round matchup because Plano wins the district. Uh, and so, so we might want to watch some Plano tape. They do own half of Plano East's losses this season. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Some of that could be just, you know, big brother a little bit in their head. I don't. I probably shouldn't say big brother, but they have – Plano's been a little bit more uh, successful in the win-loss column uh, over the last several years. Uh, so, so maybe that's got a little something to do with it. Uh, Plano seems to really want to muddy up the game. Yes, they they, they, they want to play slow pace, low scoring. They're playing in the 50s with those guys That's for right. sure. Uh, this is the most wins that Plano East has had uh, in a season since 1995. I was going to say that's hearkening back to the Jimmy King era, but he was a, a touch before that. I fail to see how you haven't yet mentioned that's when you played high school basketball. Well, I mean, I graduated in 96, so. So you played in 95. That's true, I did. Right. So. I'm not sure if we played Plano East or not, though, ever. We definitely played Plano Senior High. Had a kid by the name of Garrett Richards. Oh, the pitcher for the Angels? (laughs) Not that guy. Not him. No. Uh, They're a super young team, Plano East is. Two seniors. And everybody we're going to kind of go through here at the end uh, are juniors. And so dangerous, dangerous team certainly come next year. Not that they're bad right now. Right. A lot, of, lot to grow on. Plano, uh, Plano East beat McKinney Boyd on Monday night, um, 69 to 52, which is why we actually had a chance to sit next to Plano East, the entire coaching staff, really. We talked extensively with the head coach. Yes. Uh, who is a neighborhood guy. His kid actually goes to Lake Highlands Junior High. That's right. His, his son, Levi, is a seventh grader there. He's, got, he's the inside man. Um, so Matt has been uh, the coach at Plano East uh, for a number of years, ever since I've known him. So uh, let's let's call that like eight years plus. You've known him eight years? Yeah. Oh, really? Pretty good, pretty good rapport. Um, he told me a go lot. to Wallace? He told me a lot of, yeah. Okay. He told me a lot of uh, inside information last night on, on what they were going to do, and I just have to. I'm sitting on it like deep throat. Like, do uh, I tell ew. do I tell Joe Duffield like what he's what he's talking about or not? No, just okay. keep that keep that to myself. No, you get some entry. No, we're definitely telling Joe. All right. Um, so, is that unfair? Is it unfair that the team you're going to play in the next round plays a day before you in order for you to get free scouting? In-person scouting. No, because they've already played. I think they know pretty well what they're up know, against. But that was three months ago, two months ago. Right. Would you say that the team is different now? Totally. You'd, you would, huh? <laughs> okay. They didn't have Warren Hamilton back then. He wasn't playing in that game? Uh-uh. I thought he was. Uh-uh. He didn't play that tournament. Before he got sick for six weeks? Yes. Um, okay. So, obviously, Coach Matt, Matt Wester, good dude. I mean, I enjoyed. I never met him before. It was the first time I met him. I enjoyed talking with him. Yeah, he's a great guy. What, what did you? What was your favorite takeaway? What was your favorite comment? His concern for Trey Johnson's ankle. <laughs> yes, he said uh, bye to us 
And you said, good luck. And he said, <laughs> we're going to need it. <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I, I appreciate the honesty. Did you also like it when I asked him if I could take a look at some of what was in his basketball portfolio book? Yeah, and he said, oh, there's nothing in here. Don't worry about that. I was like, yeah, okay. And then he opened it up, and there was all kinds of plays All sorts of plays. <laughs> uh, okay, so let's get into the Plano East roster just a touch. Uh, number four for them uh, is kind of their star, I'd say, Jordan Mizell. Uh, he's averaging 13 points a game, which is actually 25th in the area. Although I, uh, here, I got this from Dallas Morning News. Which I digitally subscribed to. Yeah, yeah. three three dollars a three dollars a book. And he's he's averaging twelve point eight points, and he's on the list as twenty fifth in the area. Uh, but Quentin's averaging fourteen point two points, and he's not on the list at all. And Jalen's averaging thirteen point three points, and he's not on the list at all either. So what are we what are we looking at here, I'm not guys? Sure. I'm not sure what what list they're going on. But uh, Jordan Mizell is their leading scorer, so I'll give you that. Here's the guy that we talked about back in <clears throat> Christmas at the Allen Tournament. John Tran, junior shooting guard. That dude can shoot. Um, he set the school record in their final regular season game against Flower Mound with nine three-pointers made. Wow. In 12 minutes. Well, how is he not the leading scorer? <laughs> I don't know. 27 uh, points in 12 minutes. Wow. All, all from behind the arc. All from behind the arc. They made 15 as a team. Jeez. He is very good. Um, and and he was a notable figure in the Allen tournament where every time he touched the ball, Dominique Kirk, shooter, shooter. <laughs> Just he knows screaming. where it's coming from. Yeah, yes. so let's that begs the question, who's going to draw the assignment on Friday night? It'll be all team defense as usual. Uh, they share it around. I think, you know, Lake Highlands has a bunch of guys that can guard a bunch of positions. And mm-hmm. I think that's what helps them in their kind of switching and, and doing all that. And then you've got Quentin Perkins coming from the shadows, <laughs> just absolutely uh, making making John Tran eat the basketball. <laughs> he better have a quick finger. Uh, he's very good. Uh, number nine, Ethan Moss uh, has led them in scoring a couple times this season. And then DJ Hall, who's number 21, uh, led them in scoring in their playoff game. They had 16 uh, in their win over McKinney Boyd. He's a 6'6 sophomore, very good player, uh, someone to watch out for for sure. You know, the interesting thing, I guess, in, in all the research was they spread it around. I mean, if you got four yeah. guys, four or five guys that have led you in scoring this season, they'll share the ball. Yeah, that's what that's one thing uh, Coach Wester's told me about a number of times this year, just in, in informal conversations, is their ability to move the basketball is uh, that's their bread and butter. He he would say that his guys pass the ball better than anybody in high school basketball in the state, and that's really what he attributes most of their success to. So this will be an exciting game uh, for sure, whether it's Naaman Forest or SMU. Uh, I've never been to the Naaman Forest Gym, I don't believe, so I don't really know what that's all about. It's It seems like it's uh, fairly new, right? How, I don't know how long Naaman Forest has been. a. No, they've been around a while. Is that true? Okay. I always get Naaman Forest and Newman Smith mixed up. And Newman Smith is a person or? Carrollton Newman Smith, that's where Scott McMillan went to high school. Okay. And um, Glendon Alexander. Okay. Remember him? I don't. Really? I don't. Well, you're not a Dallas guy, so. No. Glendon Alexander led the state in scoring my senior year. Oh, wow. He went to Arkansas. Okay. And Oklahoma State. Okay. And <laughs> we played them. 
I think I held him to 20. And that was good. <laughs> he was averaging like 35. 35. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but we had, he's warming up in our practice gym and we're walking over there shooting around and Brian Bashara walks up to him and goes, what's your name? Glennon Alexander. Do you, do you play for the other team or like, <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Just like, was like, <laughs> I don't even know who you are, buddy. Like trying to get in his head a little bit. It was pretty funny. Was he successful? I mean, he only scored 20, so. Did you guys win the ball game? Yes, we did. There you go. We won a lot of them. Well, so, Friday night, tell us tell us where uh, we need to tell the fans and the listeners where to go. What I Literally, we were just talking about this. I know. How would I tell them where to go when I've already well, told them? They've got two options. Well, yeah. Do you want to redo it? No, where's name and force? Is that Mesquite? <laughs> it's Garland. Oh, Good try. Thank you. Uh, but yes, Friday night at some undetermined time and some undetermined place, <laughs> Lake Islands will play basketball and we will, we will see you all there. I think the most important takeaway here is to bring a newspaper. I think the most important takeaway is please go to the Instagram and look at the video, okay? I spent at least 20 seconds <laughs> Yes, I bought and $3 to show you how to do this, fans. And I want, this is for Warren Hamilton, get the bellboys behind this. They're the leaders. Because here's here's the here's the deal. During opponent introductions, when you guys are turned around facing the other way, that's a very passive cheer. It's not noticeable. For it's not starters. noticeable at all because you're still standing up, and so whether you're standing facing forward or standing facing backwards, in my periphery, I'm not going to see that you are facing the wrong way. Right, and, and no one cares what you look like anyway because all y'all are ugly. That's right. We. <laughs> Because you're all teenagers. Right. So we need to have some active participation. Watch the video. Bring the newspaper. Do the thing. Friday night, Plano East, wherever we're going to play. George W. Bush Presidential Library. We're going to get out of here. We're done with me. (laughs) Scott's done with me. It's not going to be at the George Bush Presidential Library either. But thank you to our presenting sponsor, of course, Tritex Cabinets, www.tritexcabinets.com. Please follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Lake Hooplands. Sponsorship opportunities available. Scott at Lineside2020.com. Brendan at Lineside2020.com. You will get our hilarity in reading all of your copy. Or we just make it up, really. We're going to have Warren read it. Every time. I think so. He's we're gonna, very professional. We're going to pull him out of school and put him on the podcast just to read copy. Yeah, let's be honest. He's done it already. He's got a 4.0. He can miss a class. <laughs> <laughs> he can afford to miss a class. Samson thinks so. Oh, for sure. He wants to pull him down to 3.8. Um, One last thing. Go ahead. How about Chitty? Chitty's great. Got a bucket. Two for two from the line. He runs the point on the top on that one three one that they run every now and then. I like that. Got good length. All he, he all all he does is is ball out. He does. All right, we're gonna get out of here. We will talk to you next week.